0: My Little Geeklings, and welcome to another fact-filled, fun episode of Two Geeks A Talk Movies. I am your host, John, and with me, as always, is my co-host, A. Joanne. Hey! Hey there. So, how have you been between podcasts? I've been okay. I
1: had a breakaway for a couple of days, a break away from home, so, you know, feel totally recharged. How have you been?
0: Yeah, this has been all right. I mean currently sweating my balls off which is why i've got a fan running in the background if you hear it apologies but suck it up because it's like literally 20 fucking seven celsius in this this house Mm. it's hotter than fucking the ninth ring of hell so suck it up (laughs) buttercups. (laughs) which (laughs) is
1: very warm for the uk so
0: yes it's very warm for britain i mean i'm in america that's nothing a that's a wondrous day fuck off (laughs) not
1: here we're not used to that
0: Mm. Mm. so Tonight, uh, we are looking at Joanne's pick, uh, The Final Girls, uh, which is Last actually you kiddo know, meets Friday the 13th. Mm. <laughs> As we look at camp, summer movies in July. Now, when did you first see this thing, by the way? Because I've seen this thing once and once only. And yes, I remember and nothing of this movie.
1: <laughs> and that is the only other time, that is the only time apart from Last night and earlier today I've seen that was the the only time you've seen it as well. I'd only ever seen that one before with you. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, uh, Drunk John hated this movie and Drunk John loves fucking Shantyder movies. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if he hates it, then we're in shit trouble. Um, But I remember watching this thing and thinking, what's the big, big deal? This is kind of shite. And I didn't get the whole Hoopa thing. I mean, mm. was that that Halloween when I was making the extremely strong apple cocktail things?
1: Yeah, that was the Halloween <laughs> I needed the chest wax. Thank you for reminding me.
0: <laughs> mm. My God, yeah, the, and that punch that was like literally so strong you could fucking strip paint like <laughs> ten feet from your breath. <laughs> it was my lord. Yeah, that one was, drink
1: uh, and I went from hi John to
0: John. <laughs> <it's not."> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was a that was a night. I mean, my lord, that was really? a fucking Jesus jinkies. You know, Honestly, so even drunk John hated that movie. So that's gonna be fucking fun. I saw this <laughs> this morning for the second time ever, and I still got the same same opinion. What the fuck? What was the big buzz about? What was the hype about the buzz about? This is just a a blah movie, you know.
1: Mm, see, I see it more of being a parody. For, you know, the movies that came, because, you know, it. for me, it doesn't take itself seriously, but, you know, we'll find out why we go but, on. But I don't think it does. I think it
0: knows how terrible it is and runs with it. That does it? But because it takes itself way too fucking seriously. There's little to no jokes in this thing, and there's no... There's no fun to be had this movie. It's just so serious. There's like maybe two jokes in this entire movie and there's one or two 80s references and it's supposed to be set in 1987. fucking seven. I mean, and there's no fish out of water stuff either. It's mm-hmm. like you're taking this far too seriously. It's supposed to be a ridiculous tongue-in-cheek B movie, but you're taking this like it's a, it's a straight fucking serial killer movie, and it's just bloody awful. Where's the fun in this movie? You know, just, I was begging for fun. And there's no fun to be had. I mean, there's barely any jokes, there's barely any funny scenes. I,
1: I know what you're saying, that like, the jokes kind of, you know, the kind of, you know, a swing and a miss with the jokes. But I think it's more a, a, a sense of how it's it filmed and the concept behind it. I think the cast have got the all kind of, you know, parody-ish. For what you know, we used to see as genuine horror movies in the 80s. I don't think it's not so much like the parody of like the scary movie franchise where they are all funny and they know it and they're playing directly to a camera.
0: Yeah, true, true. Other than saying that, this tries to be Scream and fails miserably. Oh God, more, yeah, I know. This is more like
1: it's trying too hard. I know.
0: Yeah, yeah, know, this is more like I you screamed last Halloween on Friday thirteenth. How bad this thing misses a mark, right. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was mean, watching this going, you know, see if you just do your own thing and stop trying to, you know, copy other parody movies. Then hmm. yeah, that's the only frustration I have with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is so bad. It even has the talking black guy to be killed first. I mean, for fuck's sake, it's like if you're going to take the piss out of 80s horror movies, at least play with the uh, the scenarios and the, the rules and logic of 80s slasher movies, but you do nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's like the token black gets killed first and then the, the token slut gets killed next. It's like bloody hell. So uh, I, I was just going, you can't even get that joke. I mean, there's the a whole joke where the what is it? The stripper chick like picks up an iPhone and goes, oh, your tape's too big for my tape deck. And that's the only reference she has for modern technology. And I'm going, really? That's the best you've it's got? Like you're, you're holding,
1: you know, a mini computer almost in your hand. Your brain should be exploding out your ear
0: on what the hell is it? Yeah, what the hell is yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, it's a phone, where's the court? Fuck yeah. off. That joke was just lame. I was going try harder movie you're, yeah. you're but then failing. do you think let's not forget you
1: know the PG the PG rating on this movie was not only like
0: a 13 or something no so, apparently yeah. the, the director wants this to be a R rating movie and uh-huh. MPA gave it a PG 13 so, uh-huh. so
1: the I don't pretty, know so, uh, see I give it a bit more leeway because I think the PG rating on the uh, you know it kind of restricts a lot of what they could do in terms of par- uh, parodies and, you know, poking fun and, you know, kind mm. of what they yeah. could do to show that,
0: yeah. that I mean, the, the, the only piece of information I could found out in this thing was uh, this was put out during the South by Southwest West Film Festival and was quickly shut out to DVD slash video on demand in 2014, 15. Mm. It sat on a shelf for five years, I think it was. Yeah. The script was sat on a shelf for that length of time, and then it was picked up for cheap and made on the cheap. And my God, this thing looked fucking cheap. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'll, I'll grumble but the, the things later on in the movie. And that's it. The other interesting thing was the writer uh, was... What the hell was his name? Uh, shit. Jason... I've got the actor's name now, but the, the young priest, exorcist. His oh, god, son
1: yeah.
0: is the writer of this um. movie, and the reason why this movie was written is because his dad died, and this was his working way through the pain of his father's death, which is why there's a whole thing with its mother and daughter sort of thing, so yeah. that's the only thing that saves this movie for me. If it's not for that, then this is just fucking nothing, this is just a piece of shit movie, but it got mm. far too much hype and far too much, Oh, oh you know, it's like, fuck off, I mean. And that's what I, I mean, it's a great
1: concept for, you know, dealing with the death of a parent. Though.
0: Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But ultimately, it's pretty hollow, you know. If you take away that, there's nothing else to this thing. It's just a...
1: Oh, God, yeah, completely. I mean, I'll I say it at but, you know, I'll say it later as well. But it is completely watered down. There's so much left out in this... Um, but again, I give it a bit of leeway and try to get the PG rating that had the book. even for a, a parody, a comedy horror, we're, we're used to seeing so much more than what you get. Whether, you know, so much more, you know, blood and gore, even in comedy one. Yeah, I mean, it's annoys a parody, where this feels almost like a child
0: bloody horror movie. Yeah, I mean, this annoys me. This... As I said, the director claims this was an R-rated movie, and it was slapped with a PG-13. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, mate, because there's no fucking blood in this movie at all. There's like maybe one scene of blood, and that's it. I'm going yeah. the bit where the, the stripper chick falls in the bear trap and her head slams shut. There's no blood. And like, what was the yeah. fucking blood? And I was or? like,
1: and I was like, yeah, not a drop of blood. Who you
0: trying to kid? You know? Yeah.
1: Uh, i put it down i put all of the low floor down to the pg rating and mm. you know i i i feel i've given this movie a lot more leeway in terms again i took one look at pg rating and went right this is, i'm not expecting a lot from this mm. um yes so yes. i think it's... i'm being quite generous with this movie
0: mm. this is why pg-13 should stay the fuck away from horror horror yeah. should be 15 and 18 rated only fuck this pg-13 12a crap i mean yeah oh my god get back to actual fucking horror for horror fans not for little kitty winks for fuck's sake i mean oh I,
1: just, I, don't think, I think if you're under the age 18 you, unless you're watching them you know uh, unless you're watching you know unless you're watching like an adult copy of
0: it, it ought to be making film for, you know, under 18 year old. Yeah, it's ridiculous, I mean it's absolutely fucking ridiculous but anyway, let's get back to this movie with a cast of newbies and up and coming actors in roles that are completely beneath this is their take on a cheap 80s slasher, so I set up camp and see how bad this fucking thing is <laughs> with this budget of 4.5 million it made unknown because I can't find anything else at all. And not, neither could I. I mean, it's a fucking joke. The cast: Taisa Formigo, Alexander Ludwig, Milan Ackerman, Nina Dobry, oh god, Alia, is that going to Alia Shawkat, Thomas Middleditch, Adam Divine, Angela Trimber, uh, Chloe Bridges. Troy Thompson and Daniel Norris. I've mispronounced the names. Sorry. Directed by Todd Strauss Schultzen. This is his second movie, but his first movie was Harvard and Coomer Christmas, which is fucking awful. Oh,
1: well, I'd never I mean,
0: seen it. No, it's terrible. And his third movie was. Uh, What's was was that? Very romantic movie, is that was called. Another one with the. Um, uh, oh, God, the Fat Chick from uh, Pitch Perfect
1: oh god yeah what's that called again
0: how romantic is this romantic or something that it's called? that's
1: called something like that something romantic anyway
0: uh, moving on the plot a young woman grieving the loss of her, her screamed queen mother I to say that, yeah. uh, is sucked into her mother's most infamous movie can she and her friend survive also can she save her mother find out here that was a quick plot substance because this movie doesn't deserve a good fucking long one so there we have that one <laughs> So let's just dig into this thing right off the okay. bat. What is with the Jason Voorhees stuff? Ripping uh, Friday the 13th off horrendously. What yeah. the
1: fuck is that? Talk about shameless ripping off, eh?
0: Mm. That pissed me off. Also, mm. what is with that shitty fake trailer uh, for the movie for the movie Cat Bloodbath? That's a fucking awful name, by the way. So for-
1: I mean that that not again awful name for a movie but it also just sounds you know it awful just one of those trailers that looks like it was made on like 20 quid
0: you know yes yes yes, yes. i'm sorry, i blame queen's terms, you know for this fake trailer crap he started mm-hmm. this crap with the fucking what was it the um planet terror he started mm-hmm. the fake trailers for so mm. Also, if this wasn't a movie, yeah. I would not go and see this thing because this looks fucking cheap. And this would not be a classic on the same oh, oh, lines oh. as Freddy the 13th. This just looks fucking cheap. It was like a cheap wannabe rip-off of a cheap wannabe rip-off of a Freddy the 13th clone. It feels not, yeah. even cheaper than Madman, which is possibly the worst we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: a bit of worse than that, that's saying something. Yeah, given i was doing a bit of research on the movie. Um, I read that so many one of the top Google underneath when you search the movie title was Camp Blood Bath, a real movie. And I'm like, who the hell is thinking? Yes, this is good enough this? that they want
0: to go watch it? Mm, that's ridiculous. I mean, I know
1: yeah.
0: Freddie Thirteenth movie was it was called Camp Blood before it became the Thirteenth, and in some mm. countries it's called Camp Blood. But sure, what the fuck you can't be that stupid to realise Camp Blood Bath. Is a fake movie. I mean, it's a yeah. fake trailer. Hello. I mean, that really pisses me off. But I'm going. Who would I watch this thing? As a. Um. i, mean, yeah, I going, who, would, yeah. uh, who would? Who would? How is this a classic? How is this an iconic movie? How is that a fucking sequel? I <laughs> mean, <laughs> for crying out loud. I mean, my bloody Valentine didn't have a sequel. Christmas Evil didn't have a sequel. New Year's Evil didn't have a sequel. It's like, how did this thing have a sequel? So piss off for of that shit. Oh anyway, so on to our introduction to our lead final girl, Max, played by uh, Tessa For For uh, Miga. by the fucking name? Little sister of Vera, also the star of the Nun, coming soon. Hmm. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, but I say she's Vera's little sister. Ah, um, the chick from was it a Conjuring? She's from was it yes. I think it's the conjuring. No, the,
1: the conjuring.
0: Mm, mm. So she's sitting in her mother's car watching the trailer on her phone as her mother is an audition for some shitty TV movie. Because in the, on the DVD and Blu ray, the behind the scenes, there's cut scenes, and this scene goes on for a lot, lot longer. Apparently, this is the, her last chance to get a job, I think, because they're bankrupt, sort of. Um, is, oh okay. Which is why they're panicking about money, which is why the daughters panic about how can we afford to pay for the pay for the, the electricity bill and the gas bill and the due and this that drew, da, da da da. And this is her last chance to get a job, which she fails addition for, hence why she sort of slumps into the seat and just goes on.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So hmm. Speaking of her mum, she is Amanda played by Melan Ackerman of the Watchman movie. Apparently she plays one of the female uh superheroes and watchmen
1: oh i have to admit i've never watched
0: the watchmen Mm, mm, yeah yeah i've watched it twice i think she's the one in the silk uh yellow and black silk outfit i think she's that's her anyway we've gone okay she didn't get the role because apparently she done one cheap slasher movie and it's forever fucked up her career which is (sighs) bullshit because look at fucking Mm -hmm. Lee curtis uh, Sigourney Weaver, Nev Campbell, hello. Screen mm. queens are in. So fuck off she going to get like, a job. That's utter nonsense. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even... What's her name? Leanne, Leanna Quigley. She's a screen queen and all. And she works continually and constantly. So fuck off you couldn't get another job because of one shitty movie. She just clearly wasn't trying hard enough. Mm. It's a bloody joke. I mean, I was going... You try to say to me you can get a a job because you've done one crappy ass 1987 movie that probably went straight to tape. You know. <laughs> uh, they argue over how the bills are not getting paid. This is the earlier, and out of nowhere they have a car crash in some really shoddy looking CGI. What mm. the hell was that car crash? It was fucking terrible.
1: Oh, I have no idea. It's just. Like you say, it's terrible, it's awful, and I'm pretty sure that bloody road, went, um, empty. in mm, yeah. before it, so you're like, eh, where that from?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, in the behind the scenes, it shows you what that scene goes on for a lot longer. Uh, they're arguing about the songs on the radio, they're arguing that she spilled her Coke on the headshots because they're expensive, and a mother takes the seatbelt off and she spins the car out of control and it crashes and it flips about fucking 12 times, and that's she dies. So uh, the, oh, the daughter has a guilt complex. She caused her mother's death, and I'm going, why was that cut? Because then you would have understood why she was so withdrawn, sort of thing, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean that had a good uh, background into, you know, the character and why the mother died. You know, mm. it's like an important part of the movie that cut out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. So onto the titles, and what is with the thing titles? As it burns on the screen, just like The Thing? Oh, God, no. I mean, Again,
1: parodying every bloody horror movie that comes along.
0: Yes, pretty much, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was getting John Carpenter's The Thing vibes from this bloody title's right off the bat. I'm going, is there anything in this thing that's actually original? Probably not. I mean, oh, my God. So, up comes a title card, and it's three years later. As we see, Max is living with her unseen auntie. As she's watching old home videos of her and her mother as she was a kid, and apparently she's flunking college and or university even though they're supposed to be bankrupt. So I'm thinking, how do you want to afford to go to college
1: I was gonna say, how do you manage, you know, higher education if you're bankrupt?
0: Mm, mm, that's a joke, but moving on. Mm-hmm. Although, I suppose that is America, she's probably 100 grand in debt, so eh, why not?
1: Okay, uh, and that key, a doddle, then,
0: I suppose. So up posts her. BFF Gertie, but who calls her daughter Gertie in fucking the two thousands? I mean, honestly, God.
1: What uh, who the hell after the after 1930s called Darwin Gertrude?
0: <laughs> yes, called her kid Guthrie. I mean, honestly, fucking God. Uh, played by Alia Shock, Shockat, I think her name. She drives her. That. Yeah, yeah, she drives her to study group where they meet Chris, played by Alexander Ludwig of Vikings and Bad Boys Three. By the way, he was told to stop working out as he is a geek and geeks are not built. Bullshit! (laughs) So he stopped working out as much and started eating pizza to quote-unquote bulk up. I'm going, okay then. And I love the fact that Gertie tells Max to hit on Chris because he's newly single, because he dumped his bitchy girlfriend. And she goes, oh no, I don't want to date him. He's too tall and too... Was it too tall and too cute for me? I'm going, brother love. He's yeah, tall. Like yeah, anyway, he's tall. He's blonde and he's built. Plus he's gorgeous. Hello. Jump his <laughs> bones. Fucking <Yes. I> mean,
1: <laughs> hell. I mean, even I give him a second look, you know.
0: <laughs> so in walks the actual geek, Duncan, played by Thomas Middleditch. To Uh beg Max to go to the local cinema viewing of Camp Bloodbath one and two, but she's having none of it because she's not a celebrity. She's just a daughter of a scream queen, which is fucking true. Because since when have you seen the daughter or son of a of a scream queen becoming famous? Well, I should have seen that Janet Leigh was (laughs) Jimmy Lee. So uh. yeah, well.
1: (laughs) But apart from that, yeah, it it never happened.
0: No, no. I mean, mm, it's ridiculous. So he, oh by the way, he is Gertie's stepbrother, and they hate each other because of course they do. Of course they do. Hmm. Anyway, he sweet talks Max into going to this bullshit fucking double, double bill by saying she'll he'll do all her homework on the classics because she's failing college and she feels this class will get kicked out of college. I'm going. Okay, then what are you studying if you if you have to do classics like uh, orders? Sorry, Homer's Odyssey.
1: Yeah, uh, and
0: other classics, you know. So
1: mm. I mean, if it was university, she'd be studying classics because it had a separate course. But, mm,
0: but she's either mm. supposed to be still in high school, or she's just started college. I'm college, going... yeah. So how about advancement in that? God only knows. Was... So anyway, so that night, Max, uh, goes to the the thing with with Gertie. To this bullshit double feature. Why the hell do I have a double feature of, of two shitty old 80s movies that barely everybody knows about? I mean, it's fucking joke. I've
1: never sat through a double feature of anything
0: in my life in the cinema. I have. What? I mean, I've been to many, many, many all-nighters uh, showing crap, but... Mm-hmm. um, And I've also seen Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 back-to-back in the cinema and Alien and Aliens back-to-back in the cinema. Yeah. And what else have I seen back-to-back in the cinema? Um... What was it again? Lost Boys and Gremlins for some reason? <laughs> oh wow. Um, Double three yeah. three put together. Um, actually I sat th- th-
1: correct, I've uh, sat through Twilight in Oof. the cinema. That was a long night. Um so well, I can't remember what else. I think that's the only thing. I mean, I've been to the cinema, you know how I don't know if they still do it. Our local cinema used to do that cinema card where you pay so much a month and you mm. can live there if you want to. I mean, I used to do I used to go see one and then like come out, get like an hour or two break and then go and see another. But I've never actually seen a seen that apart from the Twilight one. Um apart from that I've been out. Do all the only time I've ever went over oh, there to whatever show, and I'll go. Mm.
0: Mm. I think uh, the most movies I've seen in one day at the cinema is six. Mm. <laughs> that was a fun day, oh. and that was a bloody nightmare. Anyway, moving on. So <laughs> it says, So Gertie shows out of nowhere and drags Max to this bullshit fucking double feature. Uh-huh. And out of nowhere walks up Chris. Uh, she says she doesn't want him there but then the two sort of connects and i'm going really love you Don't one hand because he's taller than you bullshit <laughs> sweetheart he is hot h-a-w-t hot so fuck <laughs> off that actually you would not jump his bones you lying bitch i mean hmm.
1: uh-huh.
0: i mean honestly bloody well god it's like you get a chance at that you see no hmm. so chris says he will be there for her because this is the third year anniversary of the mother's death I'm going, that's a bit of a dick move so to have this double feature on the anniversary of the lead actress of the movie's death. I mean, for fuck's sake, it's like...
1: Yeah, I mean, considering in the movie she's getting cheap fucking psycho. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Like, like, you know, you want some salt for that wound.
0: Mm. mm, mm, yeah, yeah. So the two of them are now in love, as you do. I mean, one minute she says, I don't want him to talk to me, he's too muscled, he's too gorgeous. And, oh, he's cute. 'Cause he cut cut and they're in love, as you do. Mm. i also, I love the fact um during this scene you see the other movies they're showing this night. They're showing Fright Night. There's no Fright Night. And Dracula, too. Yet these two, idiots go and he is going to see the two trashiest '80s pieces of shit movies ever. Fuck right
1: I off. I mean, I'd have been going. You enjoy Camp Bath, I'm going to see Dracula. Yes, <laughs>
0: I mean, bloody, millennials have no fucking taste in movies for fuck's sake. I mean, uh, well. God. I mean, it was the same when, um, when a local independent cinema showed Nightmare on Elm Street one, uh-huh. and were sitting laughing at it and saying the, the remake is better. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then they showed Halloween 70A and people uh, were heckling that, saying Rob Zombie's Halloween was a better movie. In fact, John Carpenter ripped off Rob Zombie. I was like stunned. I went, What the fuck? <laughs> like, what were you smoking before you came in here? Oh my God. <laughs> I mean,
1: hate a- <laughs> the problem with. I mean, I've got a kick to bitch about millennials when my uh, date of birth, as so you've pointed out, vacation technically made me a millennial. But the hate the problem with millennials uh, anything original, they don't like, they find fault, yet they shitty a crappy remake, suddenly because there's like some fucking heavy metal tune in the middle somewhere mm. or, um, they suddenly think it's wonderful and you're like, what is wrong with you?
0: Yeah, it's a fucking joke, I mean, it's an absolute stinker of a, mm. oh my god. Anyway, let's go back to this movie then. So up pulls Vicky, played by Nina Dobre. She is Chrissy's ex who the have new broke was it a weekend or something? They broke up or something on a weekend ago yeah. or something like that. Uh, with her new blah, blah, blah. boyfriend in the car, drop it in his face that she spends all night talking about herself because she thinks she's shit doesn't stink. Mm-hmm. I'm going kill this bitch now. Yep. <laughs> please know.
1: hurry up, die. Yeah.
0: Uh, and she's Maxie's frenemy. Question mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't seem like actual friends, do they?
0: yeah no no the, i mean the drop with her on the movie that the two were friends years ago until the mother died and then she quote-unquote yeah. turned herself off and that was it she dumped her because she's a bitch i was like fucking mm. die you bitch you know i mean mm. yeah absolute bloody bitch so the movie starts and the crowd erupts in applause which is bollocks because not even when i went to go and see child's play there's no child's play or um they live the crowd erupt in applause so fuck off with the, the I'm applause I've
1: never sat through a cinema with the applaud have no. I actually yeah in the end of Les Murs, I went to see when they brought out Shuja Jack and Les Miserables yeah um, that's the end of the
0: that- movie not the fucking star <laughs>
1: <movie>. <laughs> <laughs> I know but it's not the first time I've ever went to a cinema and they stand up like a play you're like what
0: are you doing Oh, my God. I mean, I've seen plenty of movies where they're classic movies and they applaud after the movie, not mm. fucking before the fucking movie. Yeah, not before, good point. So, bullshit to that one. So, I mean, the mm. so movie starts and we're introduced to the douchebag fucking original cast. Kurt, who is a complete sexist, complete arsehole, up his own mm. former high school wrestler, hmm, played by Adam Devane, who's a complete arsewipe like douchebro himself. Amanda played by, as I says earlier, she's Maxie's mother, and Tina, played by Angela Timber, as they all plot into Camp Bluefinch. But, I mean, that's a turning for a fucking campus, Camp Bluefinch, I mean, hmm. Hmm, I know.
1: But then some of these holiday camps have, um, especially in America, when they still do actual holiday camp that you send your teens to,
0: they do have terrible names. Hmm. Okay then. Okay. I've just noticed here. I've got Amanda here and not the character's name. The character's name is Nancy. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Amanda, sorry, Nancy tells the story of Billy Murphy played by Eric Carney. Standard slasher. Backstory here, Unliked the camp, bullied and a prank is pulled around. The prank goes wrong and he is disfigured somehow and goes back to kill them a year or two later, standard backstory shit, you know. Mm. Uh, it
1: sounds actually like there is a slasher character who that backstory sounds sound incredibly close to, and I can't get the guy's name. Yeah. It'll yeah. come to me like later on when we're not recording, and I'll be like, yeah. ah, a guy's
0: name. But like I say, is this is bog standard slasher. Uh, yeah, they're all, they're
1: all bullied, they're all disfigured, or mm. mentally hard, and that them
0: you know blah 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 moving on so billy murphy is played the adult billy murphy that is is played by daniel norris who apparently is six feet eight or something like that so he's a big boy (laughs) anyway what is with that tiki mask by the way that thing is unfucking scary who thought a tiki mask (laughs) would be scary (laughs) no i mean honestly god i'm going a tiki mask really
1: you know, there's probably someone out there who finds them incredibly terrifying yeah. and for leaving this cheap movie and a cheap movie with horrifying
0: for. <laughs> oh, dear God. Moving on swiftly. The cinema mm. has then set alight due to a pothead, pothead dripping ash from his joint onto a spilt bottle of vodka that has rolled clean across the room, yet not one person. It didn't hit anybody's back or anybody's foot, you know? I just yeah. rolled clean across the room. I'm like, fuck off. I've hit at least three people. Mm, at I'm the just, very least, yeah. Just, you know, it was CGI, so, hmm. <laughs> and it looked cheap. Oh, God, yeah. Now, two things here. Who smokes pot or dope in a fucking cinema?
1: <laughs> I mean, you're not allowed to smoke in a cinema, geez. Never mind. And, yeah, stupid enough to smoke, smoke dope in there where you could actually get caught and arrested?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also who drinks a full bottle of Forker out of the fucking bottle and then <laughs> drops it? I mean, fuck right off. I mean yeah. a joke. I mean I mean, see myself um back in my earlier years when I was doing these all nighter things, taking a plastic bottle full of vodka and coke in with mm. me. But not an actual mm. big gigantic glass bottle for fuck's sake.
1: I no, mean, not a glass bottle, gee. No. Yeah. I mean I do I do have a cousin who who likes to but it's without mixer, so uh, but again, yeah, he got the line at taking a big fucking glass bottle. What was that like a two litre bottle, maybe more? <laughs> of I was going, oh, who I takes a glass, a glass bottle? Get yourself to fuck movie. I mean, <laughs> joke, like, at least really put it in a water
0: bottle. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Look I'm>, that <laughs> water, I swear. I mean, you can't take in a fucking box of um. What do you call... Birdberg is called... Milk Teasers... Milk Duds... Little on a fucking boat... No with walker, For crying out loud... I mean... For, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean... So the place is burning down... And all the exits are blocked... Because apparently there's one exit... Fuck off... Movie... Yeah... <laughs> uh, so with nowhere to go... Max Company... Head through the screen... Into the movie... As you do... You know... I mean... <laughs> how very... I mean really... How... Did, apart from getting into the movie... Which
1: gives a The plot of the movie... Where the hell does... What made them think there wasn't just going to be a solid
0: wall behind that? Yeah, there's a line drawing. There's there's a fire exit behind the screen. Why the fuck's it behind the screen not in front of the screen, you idiots? I mean... Also, can we say, last last action hero? Yeah, very. So now trapped in the movie, they must blend in and find a way out. Also, Max wants to save her mum because... She has guilt complex, as it says, in the doted scene. She killed her mother or mother. She felt she killed her mother. But this, in this one, it just cut out. I'm going, so what is the point of Max wanting to save her mother then? If yeah. not for redemption? Exactly. So, hmm. And I was going, how are you going to blend in exactly? You don't know the 80s di- uh, lingo sort of stuff. You mm-hmm. are a group of 20-somethings or... Or late teens at least. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, I don't know. I may love the fact that they pull out their smartphones and go, "There's no signal, Bob, No fucking shit. You're stuck in 1987." God, well, I hope God. not. <laughs> hmm. Moving on. So up pulls Kurt in his yellow VW camper van to ask directions to camp. What was it called? Bluefinch. Bluefinch. Yeah. And. Uh, they just let the, the car drive away three times, so they're now stuck in a time loop. So <laughs> they have to go into the into the van, and I'm going kill me now. <laughs> God Almighty! So they all pile into the camper van and drive to camp. And here is an introduction to a Blake, played by Troy Thompson, the talking black guy. You know, mm. actually, he's not talking about there's two black guys in this movie. So, ooh. Ooh, controversial. <laughs> so Duncan explains that they can't stop the events of the movie, but Gertie tries to save the female camper Mimi, played by Lauren Garrison, I think her name, was, from uh-huh. Billy's Machete, uh, as she hooks up with a hunk, and uh, as it says here, the hunky hiker, played by Roy uh, Rob, But of course they fail because they can't with the movie, so hmm. As Max tries to bond with her mother, Amanda. Uh, so Max tries to talk Amanda out of having sex with Kurt because why the fuck would she want to have sex with him? He's a fucking arsewipe. You know, <laughs> honest to God. He is a sexist, misogynistic, full of shit. Absolute wanker, basically. I mean, I loved it in the drop scene, he claims he has had sex with at least 18 women. I'm going, how? Fucking <laughs> rep? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Honestly, God. Miss also dropped that he's a state championship wrestler. No, you're not. You're a short arse and you're fat as fuck. Fuck off that mm. shit. Uh, moving on. So, Max tells her sex kills and cut cut to Tina rubbing up against Chris. Ah, she do. I mean, because <laughs> what was it? Amanda says, she's had sex twice then and she's perfectly fine and she's rubbing up against the pretty boy. <laughs> I'm going, oh God. That was, <laughs> That was the one joke that sort of giggles at a little bit, but that was it, you know, I'm going mm. So in the woods, Duncan explains Billy can't kill them because they, they aren't part of the movie and he, he thinks he has plot armour for obvious reasons. Explaining mm. how the final girl kills Billy. Now I thought this was going to come up later on in the movie, but it fucking doesn't. So what was the point in explaining how Billy gets killed in the movie if he doesn't get killed exactly? Yeah, Oh my god. So Billy slices him with his machete off screen, somehow it just flies across the screen, slices him, you know. Hmm. They tried to make a room for it, but are stuck in a time loop, so they must see the film through. And what is with this awful green screen here? Because you can tell my way these actors are standing on a green screen, not actually on location.
1: Yeah, it's uh, terrible. How they never picked that up in editing, I'll never know.
0: No. No, I mean, there's the these scenes where it is painfully obvious they're sitting on a, a green screen. For instance, <clears> when the, the mother and daughter are driving around town, it looks fucking like garbage. It looks like it's, it's PlayStation 2 graphics as the, the background is moving. Yeah. It's like shit. But anyway, where was I now? Um, ah, la, 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 yes. Up pulls the quote-unquote bad girl, Paul, played by Chloe Bridges. She's supposed to be the final girl. Okay then, and she smokes cigarettes and drives a a black uh, Trans-Anne, ooh she's a bad girl, you know, and she wears leather, ooh, I mean, (laughs) hmm, so Max comes up with a plan to cock-block all of these original cast members to stop them having sex, because when Billy even hears a t-shirt coming off, he uh, cue the (laughs) stuff, and he kills them, (laughs) I mean, hmm, So Chris takes on the douchebag Kurt, who is a pervert, as looking at Playboy and saying how he loves the the bush and all that stuff and calling Chris a fag because he wants to read the articles and not look at the boobs. And he goes, "Why I've got two dads. And he goes, oh, you can't be, your dads can't be gay. All they do is they go partying and disco dancing and have no bullshit with a woman at all. It's a perfect lifestyle. Then he drops the fact he's an ex-championship wrestler as... Chris says, stay off Max, she's mine sort of thing, and he puts someone on a chokehold and they he like, kills him. I'm going, what the fuck? That's an adult <laughs> scene, burger. it's a joke. So Gertie takes on Blake, and boom! They're equal geeks, therefore they must be in love. Just for like that, you know. Uh, Vicky talks to Tina, who asks her about her iPhone. And this is the only other joke I got, where she's trying to put the iPhone in the cassette player. And she goes, it's too big, there's no holes. And I'm going, t ha ha, that's two jokes. That's what, that's it. I mean, I love the fact she's going. This can't be a phone. There's no, there's no cord attached to it. How could this be a phone? It fits in my mouth. Hey, shit you know I'm going. Oh god, this is terrible. <laughs> so she's sitting there with a smartphone, with a camera, a fucking computer, and this thing more advanced than the stuff to put the fucking man in the moon with. Yeah, she's mm. going. This is not a phone. I'm going. Really love. I mean. Open. I love the fact how she opens the fucking iPhone with oven mitts on. How the fuck does that work? Yeah, I mean,
1: my god, sometimes my screen doesn't even open with just my hand. Do you like, come
0: on? Yeah, I mean, I was I'm going, this, this movie is just dire. So Vicky then uh, takes on Paula for some reason and asks her where's the chainsaws and where's all the weapons and such, just in case. And I'm going, yeah, love, you're a nut job. Then, he, mm. so then she says to Paul, they're all going to die tonight. And Paula just looks and goes, what? And doesn't say nothing. Really, love? I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, if someone said that to me, I'd be a little bit unnerved, you know, but just
0: emotion at all. Yeah, yeah. So upstairs, Max tries to cock block Nancy. But too late as Kurt takes his quote-unquote genie out of the bottle. Gross. Mm. Also, I've seen his genie. is isn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, God, that is a crappy movie that he made a couple of years back about a game. And he flashes his knob in it. And it's like, ooh, fro fronty, scandalous. But I'm not impressed. Anyway, so Chris... Was... all
1: about when they were going on about uh, Harry Potter. One, and then when we all seen it, we went, really? Mm,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same with uh, what's his name? Uh, what the hell's the Twilight guy? Uh, not Jacob. Oh,
1: god, Henry Patterson, Robert, yeah, Robert Patterson.
0: Patterson. Oh, he's so good. I'd be so like, oh god, toothpick alert, me <laughs> one. <coughs> anyway, so the ch- 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 music kicks in, and Chris runs upstairs to stop this thing. He threatens Kurt saying he'll kick his ass as it stops. Meanwhile, downstairs. Gertie screams as she saw Billy, and this sparks off Nancy's Billy legend talk, as uh-huh. our heroes are sucked into a '57 flashback of Billy's backstory. I love the fact it just drips from the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, Gertie in the flashback gets blood on her face in 1958, and flash forward again to 1987, and you see this. In her face, but I'm going with it here. You don't see the, the 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 black and white flashback pouring down the ceiling, but you see the blood on her face. Yeah. How does the rules work in this this movie? Yeah,
1: the they've not figured that out. I mean if you've seen that, you should have seen everything else. But yeah, it's not the first thing or something like that, and you're like, wait, that should be
0: there then, and yeah. it's not. Yeah. So original campers see the original movie that has cast uh, see her and run for it. Paula runs to her Transan along with Kurt as they run away. She runs over Duncan, who's still alive but has a massive uh, machete wound on his side. She crashes her car, and during the crash, Kurt flies through the uh, the windshield and falls up like a accordion as the car explodes in a fireball. Goodbye, Paula. Thanks for coming. Ta-ta. da. <laughs> God. So Vicky then tells the cast, this is all a movie and they're all going to die. So got to them explaining absolutely fucking everything. And that is a bitch move right there. Yeah, that's a bit, you know, clawed out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, God almighty. So right, here's got a plan to steal Billy's machete. I then get Max to cut us off his head because she's the only quote unquote virgin in this group. Even though Vicky says she's a virgin because Chris doesn't count because he's so small. Ouch. <laughs> oh. Ouch. That's a, that's a bitch move right there. I mean, all the fact he turns to sister yeah, I can't believe I did you for so long, fucking bitch. I was like, oh my god. yeah. Oh my god. But uh, Max says no, she can't do it. So Nancy says she can do. She can kill Billy as she's a virgin too because. She didn't have sex with Kurt, therefore she's still a virgin. So Vicky shoots her down saying, you're nothing but a girl with a clipboard, a guitar, and you're supposed to die. What a complete bitch. Kill this bitch right now. Yeah. You know, she is one of the most unlikable characters I've ever come across in a movie. And she even says, oh my God, I should be dead by now. I'm the mean girl in a movie. I should be dead. Yes, she should be. (laughs) Yeah, you totally should be. Yeah. (laughs) I mean they're following the the um eighty slasher scenario where the black guy gets killed first and <laughs> then the easy girl gets killed second and then the mean girl gets killed and then um the best friends sorry the the the, the, the final girl's best friend dies and then it's down to the, the final girl to take on the killer sort of scenario. But moving on. Um so in the woods Max pep talks Nancy as she's run off. By the way, she's supposed to be 17. Really? Yes. Now, the actress was 36 at the time. going to
1: say, 27 more, but like 36, yeah.
0: Yeah, and she looks every inch of 30 fucking six. Not <laughs> anywhere near 17. Could you know have at least hired a teenager to play her younger version of her mother?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know.
0: She pep talks are saying... You're not just a, a girl with a clipboard and a guitar. You are special. You're blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, oh, for God's sake, love. I mean, mm. So Chris has a plan to kill Billy on anyone else's style by setting yeah. up booby traps all over the cabin. Cue an entice montage style of setting up the traps, as you do. Um, so Vicky then tells Max she's jealous of her and Gertie's friendship so she spread rumours around the school that she was fucked in the head, and I'm going, you're a complete, utter, unlikable bitch. She's die already. Yeah,
1: that. Yeah, Just
0: like you're a cruel, jealous Yeah, it's here. She says, when your mother died, you shot me out, and I, I just lost interest in you, and I spread rumours about you. Said you're, you were insane. I'm going, you're a fucking bitch. Die already. <laughs> and that's when she drops. I'm like, I'm a mean girl. I should be dead by now. Yes, you should be dead by now. You fucking heartless bitch. I mean, all about her and how perfect she is and how perfect her life is and how this, 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 this. I'm going to die, you bitch.
1: Yeah, I was just watching it going, I can't wait to see you die. It's just,
0: you're just awful. Yes, I mean, do you want to die? She dies with, what, one wound. She dies, really? Yeah, I and mean, it was like the most
1: anticlimactic death I've ever seen in my life.
0: mm. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. So, anyway, so the traps are set. Tina does her striptease dance to Cherry Pie, was it? Uh, and she's taking Vicky's entire bottle of Adderall, about fucking 36 of them. She'd be dead by the by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Billy comes up to stop this thing, and this ditzy bitch falls over a trap and has her head splatted like a fucking watermelon in a bear trap. Even though you don't see the splatter effect. There we are. Mm. But let's just quickly find out the traps on Useless as Billy is completely unkillable. So what's the point? You know, I mean, Yeah. Hmm. So Max tells Nancy she will help her survive and she will live with her in the real world. Because she's her mother, you know. <laughs> I'm going, oh, oh my... Fucking mm. God! Who wrote this shit? I mean, I guess I get the fact your dad died, and this is how you dealt with your dad's death by reading this crappy ass movie, and you wanted the emotional connection between these two because it's mother and daughter. But the way she drops it like, you and know mother? You you love me? We'll go online shopping." She just drops it like that, and my mother goes, "What's on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. What's online shopping?" Who mm-hmm. wrote this? I mean, could Can you well, imagine somebody in say taking you uh, in 1990? seven say or nineteen eighty two and going by the way I'm from the future where we shop online you'd go what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well that online what on the washing line? What
1: are you on about?
0: You know? Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I mean honest the bloody god. I was just going, there's nothing to this movie. This is just an empty shell of a movie. There's nothing to this thing.
1: Yeah, it it definitely needed uh you know <clears throat> at least one other rewrite, write, you know, fill in all these blanks. Like she, the minute she mentioned online, good, online shopping and things, she, she should have been going, right, start from the beginning. What the hell is this? And what are you on about? You're my daughter. we look looking about the same age.
0: Yeah, exactly. If not, you're actually younger rather. Because hmm. wait I hear, Max is supposed to be 20, I think, and the mother was supposed to be 17. So I'm going... Yeah. Okay oh, then, even though she looks fucking 37, I I
1: will say.
0: I love the fact she goes, You're my mother, you come to see me with me. I'm going, and she just doesn't even bat an eye that she just agrees. She doesn't it.
1: question it. If someone walked mm. up to me and went, You're my motherfucker, I'd laugh and I'd go, oh, I think you're my protected mate for someone else. And mm. said, oh, I'd be going, wait, hold on a minute, explain yourself. What are you on about? That he a movie, and how can I be your mother yet to have it
0: three years between us? Mm, mm. also I love the fact how they just accept it. What like they're in a movie, they yeah, just drop a bombshell, and the next scene they're they're setting up traps. I'm going, what? <laughs> it's like if someone knocked on your door right now and
1: said, "John, your whole life for a movie. Don't worry." Um, would
0: you just accept it like that? <laughs> yeah, sure I, mean, I was getting <clears throat> uh, what's that movie with Jim Carrey? Uh, Truman Show. Yeah. What well, did turn tournament say, something like that? But no, did you say this is a movie, this is reality, and go? But yeah, I mean, it's a fucking joke. This, this mm. doesn't bloody work. And as I said, there's no, there's two references to the 80s one with George Michael and one with Betty uh, Bit Davis's eyes, and that's it. And I'm going, that's your entirety of your 80s references, there's two references, mm-hmm. and, what was it, four 80s songs makes it eight, ninety, eighty-seven. No.
1: Mm. no. I mean, the thing that got me about this, was they go on and on and on throughout the movie, one of my pet peeves about this movie, uh, you know, they go on and on and on, like, oh, it's a movie, like, you're all in a movie, your characters are all going to die. So, it was like, yeah, the hate a movie, though I'm going to be perfectly fine.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a bloody old joke.
1: Why does no one go? Don't worry, the movie. We're all meant to die, but we are physically fine.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. Like I said, the traps feel miserably because Billy's unkillable. He kills mm. everyone of the original cast and some of our quote-unquote heroes. Mm. I've got to say here, the cheap camera CGI cuts in this are fucking killing this stone dead for me. By the way. Yeah, they're uh, just- I mean. It's just so bad. And how does the the, the bitch one die? She gets a, what was it? A, a cupboard falls on top of her and she gets flattened. And yeah, that's how she dies.
1: Oh,
0: my God. Anyway, so Max, Chris and Nancy run for it as Vicky blows up the lodge with her last breath. Unfortunately, Billy isn't dead. And cue some terrible slow-mo I've got down here. Just end this fucking movie already. But nope, we've got 30 minutes left and I was mm. done. I mean, I was praying for this thing to fucking end. This is how bad this thing is. I mean, also I noticed there is 12 minutes of filler at the very end of this movie. Yeah. So th- this doesn't even cut the fucking 80 minute mark. I mean, no. oh my God. So slow motion run into the woods and Billy's on fire. Interesting fact for you, the longest running on fire scene was Freddy, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that was like 15 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, move on. Fireburns are apparently quite dangerous to do because you can get completely roasted alive. Move on.
1: Yeah. Didn't
0: Robert England do that actual scene himself? That was no. No no, 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 no. That was some stuntman man who headed to. Toe what and, that? Yeah, God, he was headed to in uh, anti flame stuff and cakes in this anti fire stuff and it's like, bloody hell, no, no, Robert Englund's to oh, get us.
1: <laughs> I, I could have sworn I read somewhere that with him, that's I asked, because, you know, when it comes to Nightmare on Elm Street, you're the resident expert, Um, but that's why I asked I'm should sure I read somewhere that with Robert England.
0: No, 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 I think they set fire to him once and it was on his arm and he had about...
1: Oh, like, is that what it was?
0: Fucking, I think he had like an entire barrel full of that, that and he fire and stuff stuff yeah. on his arm I was like oh for god's sake move on so, you need that yes yeah 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 so Billy's on fire and chasing them through the woods Chris somehow trips in midair how the fuck he tripped midair uh, so uh, Nancy trips also and Billy I'm oh, sorry Nancy trips Billy in a flashback from the 50s and this is all very Jason versus Freddy and it's lame as fuck I was going, mm. Freddy, what are you get this movie killed now? <laughs> oh my god. Oh by the way, in the Doggy scenes, uh Billy has not one but two machetes. Yeah, there's only one movie, the one machete in this movie. So mm. Oh, okay. I
1: wonder why
0: it's they got, cut one out. Oh god, he's got one in each hand. It's like yeah. Moving on. Uh so Max has Billy's machete. So Follows the flashback to Billy's cabin in the woods, which of course it is, and I'm getting Friday the Thirteenth the game flashbacks as you have to, what was it, follow Jason back to his cabin and then get the the sweater and then get his his own machete to, to cut his head off sort of stuff. And I'm going, well, I've CB. never played the game, so oh, it's so fucking bad. I mean, honestly, God, you wait 50 minutes for a fucking game to load, then. It'll crash, or it'll be buggy as fuck, or the person that's playing Jason will kill you in ten seconds, or you'll try and escape and it won't let you escape because it's crashed. And oh my god, You're running in the game map looking for petrol for a car, car keys, a battery for a car, weapons, mm-hmm. a fucking fuse for the lights or a fuse for the telephone. You got to call in Tommy Jarvis who has to kill Jason with his shotgun. You've got one shot in the shotgun and blah blah blah, and it's all fucking. Awful. Oh wow. Um, it's just so bloody well bad. Anyway.
1: It sounds almost as tedious as that game. I don't know if you've ever played it, it's downloadable for the mobile. Um the granny and you're trapped in a house with a serial killer granny who fucking hears everything. And yeah, you've got to find this that and the next thing to try and get a escape and killer or whatever. No,
0: no, no, one.
1: No, you're
0: not so, really So the flashback ends, and they find out his cabin is in the woods, because of course he is. So Billy then slashes Chris as the girls run for it. Billy kidnaps Nancy. So a wounded Chris begs Max, sorry, a wounded Chris and Max hunt down for his cabin. No, they hide in a church from Nightmare on Street part four i swear to god that's the exact church layout for me nick meadow street four and five it's uncanny. i mean god almighty so max leaves chris to hunt down nancy as he he will die alone what a bitch with that is mm. i mean he begs her don't let me die alone she goes i'll be fine you'll, you'll be fine with back in 10 minutes with my mom i'm going you're a fucking bitch you're a selfish bitch
1: yeah, I thought like, your
0: mum's gonna be fine. She survived to the end of the movie. Mm, Yeah. You know. Yeah. Also, Chris tells her uh, her mother is dead. She has to just to die in order for them to to sort of escape, which mm. is and cue the final fight: mother and daughter versus slasher. How very Halloween 18 is that? Yes. What's rather? mm. Of course, Billy has all his victims hanging in his cabin. How very sleep will we camp? <laughs> so Max finds Nancy tied to a chair. But it's a trap! As Billy attacks from behind, somehow doesn't kill her. Mm. Uh, he is far too strong for the girls as Max gets slashed in the guts. So Nancy then stabs Billy, but doesn't decapitate him. Hello, love, go for a fucking kill. Strikes that fucking head clean off. You know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So they leave. She leaves with Max and return to Chris as Nancy tells Max she needs to die in order for him to survive. So she takes on Billy alone as Max tearfully tells her she's her mother. Sorry. Yeah, she's her mother. And don't do this. I'm going, you already told her you're her mother earlier, so why are you telling her again? Yeah. This fails to work as Nancy does a striptease to bit Davy's eyes. And what the fuck am I watching? I've got down here. (laughs) Oh my god. So Billy kills her from behind as Max dies. But nope, the Stranger Things background doesn't let that one. And they bring back Max to life. I'm sorry, but that red light stuff is Stranger Things. Mm. The upside downs, I don't
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. So she kills Billy with a fuck ton of fucking wire through. She cuts his head off and the credits roll in a movie. Chris is then brought back to life. The two of them kiss they kicked out of the movie and into a hospital bed. And we find it's still 1987 and they're stuck in the sequel bait. Cut Blood 2, to Cruel Summer as Cruel Summer plays. And I was done. <laughs> I was like, I don't give two French fries. Titty fucks if there's a fucking special ending. I'm done. And I noticed there was 50 minutes left. I'm going, you lazy bastard. Should we make this a fucking 80 minute movie, you cheap son of a bitch? Yeah. So I was done. Anyway, what's the score this thing? Okay. Um that's hold on, right, right, hold on. Let's um credits running sort of scenario. On this lame ass movie, that is just fucking awful. This thing just reeks of desperation to be hip and cool and fashionable and oh it's 80s. Ooh, technical music and ooh. It's, it's it's synth music, and we've got 80s references here, that are everywhere, no you don't the clothes on 80s, the hairstyle on 80s none of the lingo is 80s nothing feels authentic like 80s in this movie, there's no fish out of water stuff between the 80s kids and the the, the millennial kids today nothing, this is badly written this is lame, the, there's no deaf scenes, death scenes are shite this is not sharp as it should, or indeed could be this is just fucking lame. So what do you say?
1: I mean, I'm gonna have to actually disagree with you. I don't think it's all that bad. Um yeah it had be movie paradin' a B movie, but you know, and I kinda of thought that whole meta horror thing had been and gone. Um even by the time this was released. But you know, I I think the more references to the 80s have more the style with it, with how they've shot it. And even the you know, the cast has kinda gone for the the uh, you know the type of the the type of actor and actresses, uh, almost being type cast of what, you know, we would have seen in an actual eighties horror. But um but I, I do agree, like, you know, it eh, is lacking. There is holes everywhere in this movie that I that made it feel very diluted, like watered down and thing. And I just wanted it to be edgier And I, if that's the right word. But I'm gonna give it some slack because I think it's age rating almost had it um very restricted on what it could and couldn't do hence why we don't see any death scene and when they do you know you think my god i've seen worse than the simpsons um but other than that i liked this movie i liked the concept to this movie because let's face it how many times have we seen that before i mean i know i haven't um but okay the acting have a iffy in part but I'm beginning to think that maybe I'm never going to be truly satisfied on how, how good a job actor and actresses do. Um, you know, there's parts of it that are genuinely beautifully shot, and then, you know, the parts of it that... I almost feel like for every good scene they do, uh, every scene they get right, there's, like, two that counterbalance it, being totally wrong and totally horrible. Um, I mean, all in all, what, what camp, cheesy... But you know, I get some truly heartfelt moment. You know, like a sad story wrapped in, trapped in a horror movie. And you know, I think you know, if you're gonna watch this movie, don't ever think to yourself, "I'm gonna watch a clasher, a, a funny clasher movie," 'cause you'd be disappointed even with that. Okay. Right. Well,
0: first up, if you want a decent horror parody, Cabin mm. in the Woods, hello, yeah. even though I can't stand up movie myself, but Cabin in the Woods is a better fucking parody horror movie really? than this. this shit is. And at least it's scary. Uh, well, yes. Um i as I said, there's nothing in this that feels authentic 80s to me. The outfits don't feel 80s. No, they're too bright. Yeah,
1: even they're too... 80, they're,
0: they're too out there. I mean, this is supposed to be 1987. So, where's the... I don't know, where's the the big Farrah Fawcett haircuts. You know, yeah. I mean, where's the... Short I mean, pads. Uh, yeah, short yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got Adam Devine wearing a mid-drift crop top, which was out of fashion by 87, I think. Mel are right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm. just going out of fashion. Yeah, and also he is far too sexual for an 80s movie. There's uh-huh. no chance in hell something like him would exist in an 80s horror movie. So bullshit that he feels like a 90s character you know uh mm-hmm. also you say that this movie is a movie. no it's not this is trying to be a straight horror movie and it's failing there's no humor to be had in this movie at all there's like maybe two jokes that are sort of giggle worthy and that's about it this doesn't work it's just trying to be too hip and too cool and too ooh, edgy look at us we're doing an 80s parody funny haha and it doesn't bloody well work
1: No. So if I I don't even I don't for me it didn't even work a great horror I was oh I was like, it's got to be a B movie there's no way in hell this is even trying to be. But it knows it's ridiculous. And there's partly like some of the dialogue. What is it thing we say and she says something about what is it that he's one virgin or something you won't mess with or something like yeah, that? And was, that's it. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, this movie must not be terrible if it's used in dialogue like that
0: but it's not it's trying to be serious and hip look at how cool we are fuck off so let's just score us out of five one being dog shit and five being solid gold to me this is a solid one this is just a lame duck trying to be hip cool and popular and feeling fucking miserable so what do you give it
1: I'm going to give it a three. For me, it wasn't the worst. I mean, I won't be rushing to rewatch it anytime soon, but it wasn't the worst, you know, Camp Chi-hei hot movie that, of this type that I've watched. And if they'd worked on that concept better, it could have been better.
0: Like I said, even the drunk me hated this movie, and the <laughs> drunk me loves cheesy-ass B movies. He loves Z movies. He loves shit. I mean, he yeah, loves I it. Yeah, I mean, if they
1: not not gone it,
0: <laughs> then, we're in jo- then we're in trouble. Yeah, 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 I mean, honestly, God. So, like I say, is this just failed for me. It just tried too hard, and it just failed miserably, but I have that one. Anyway, thank you for listening. Now, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow us on Twitter at 2GeeksPod. You can follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, and you can follow Joe on Twitter at Two Geek Joanne. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Two Geeks Talk Movies. And you can also email us Two Movies at gmail.com. Now, our next podcast is the 1981 slasher flick, The Burning, which was banned for about 20 years, I believe, and is Ooh. possibly one of the greatest Friday the 13th ripoffs I've ever seen. Mmm, I do like that movie. Mm. And August, we're doing alien-themed movies, which could be any movie we want to do, as long as it's about an alien. Not necessarily Sigourney Weaver and her aliens, you know, more stuff, but anything from Mac and Me to E.T. to But Not Included to, well, I don't know, aliens itself. I mean, anything with aliens in it. As long as it has an alien in it, it will fit <laughs> mm. that should be interesting that's sharp uh, and let's just say a bye and I've no buzzy quit for this movie because my movie just fucking sucked joy out of me so eh. <laughs> <laughs> right then well bye then bye